What's up, friends? Today, I'm sharing three tools the enemy is using to make you anxious and keep you from carrying out the good works the Lord's prepared for you to do. Some of you are really losing the spiritual battle when it comes to some of this, specifically because some of these things we think are normal are actually just disordered behavior patterns that are common. But we have to remember common and normal are not the same, which makes these three things all the more dangerous. But you don't have to worry because I'm not just going to identify these tools. I'm going to give you three Bible stories to encourage you as you fight back. I hope you have an open heart today and I hope you have your Bible because we're digging in in three, two, one. Let's go. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. So I'm going to open up with our featured review for today. This is titled Wisdom and Truth, and it was left by Kim Macklin, Certified Life Coach. Shout out to Kim. I just found Erica and I'm binge listening. She has so much wisdom to share as she breaks down biblical truth and applies it to common daily struggles. She delivers truth bombs with gentleness, grace, and love. Well worth a listen. There are a couple more words that she left, but they got cut off and I don't know what it says. But anyway, thank you, Kim. I really appreciate the love and the fact that you're listening to the show. I pray that this blesses you. And everyone, whenever you leave a review, you all know that it really helps me see what stands out to you, what you enjoy, that you actually like the show, and how it's blessing you. So continue to leave those reviews. It helps other people see that this is going to be something that benefits them too. And it's just a blessing to me in a really big way. So thank you. Now, I'm going to talk about today's content just a little bit and give you a little preface because there's quite a bit that I'm going to go over and I want you to be ready. Okay. I remember going through each of these as early as grade school, right? I'm talking about three tools that the enemy is using. And at the time, I didn't know that they were tools the enemy was using. But I remember going through each and every single one of these as early as grade school. And because I always found my people pretty quickly, like I kind of found my friends wherever I went, I learned that my friends would go through these same things. So of course, I thought it was normal and that I was just being a normal person, right? But again, no one ever shared with me that it might be a possible tactic of the enemy until my adulthood. And no one challenged me to consider doing things differently so that I wouldn't be paralyzed in high stress moments and anxious moments, things like that, by these three tools, right? Because I didn't know. You don't know what you don't know, but God, but God. And I'm going to tell you that getting into the word of God has been the most effective tool, the most effective strategy the Lord has used to show me and enlighten me and and teach me that these things are not biblical. These things are actually tactics of the enemy. So digging into God's word did so much. Now, what are these things? You probably like Erica get to the point. 
Number one, imposter syndrome. And the reason this is a tactic of the enemy, a tool of the enemy, is because it keeps you from actually using your gifts and doing the thing that the Lord is leading you to do, right? Some of you have very, very tall tasks ahead of you, and you're too busy worrying about all the ways you're not equipped. So I have a, I was going to say a verse, but it's like a passage, right? It's out of Exodus. And this passage, I really pray that it encourages you because it shows us how relatable this particular character in the Bible is and how the Lord responds to him. So just keep this in mind, all right? This is Moses, and I'm in Exodus chapter 4, verses 10 through 15. Verse 10, but Moses said to the Lord, oh my Lord, I am not eloquent either in the past or since you've spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and tongue. Then the Lord said to him, who has made man's mouth? Who makes him mute or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now, therefore, go and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. But he said, oh, Lord, please send someone else. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, Is there not Aaron, your brother, the Levite? I know that he can speak well. Behold, he's coming out to meet you, and when he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with your mouth and with his mouth and will teach you both what to do. Y'all, let me just tell you, some of us are out here going back and forth with the Lord, and we're never going to (laughs) win. we're going back and forth with him we need to stop why don't you trust him that's a good question to ask yourself why don't you think that he'll equip you right we see that moses has a speech impediment he says i'm slow of speech and tongue it sounds kind of like um either a stutter or like he lisps or something like that right and god tells him who made your mouth right i'll be with your mouth i'll tell you what to say And Moses still comes back and is trying to convince the Lord not to send them. And then what does he do? He lets him know, your brother is a good speaker, right? He's articulate. He'll help you. I'm going to give you both, you know, I'm going to tell you what to say. So I share this because this is exactly where I've been before. And I know that if I've been there, you've probably been there, right? You get all anxious thinking about all the ways that you can't do the thing and you're not, you don't have the title, you don't have the training, you don't know what to say or when to say it. You know, you're nervous about who you're speaking to and all these things. And you don't have to worry about that. God already got that figured out for you. You just have to trust him. Okay. And that leads me to this next one. Number two, the number two tool that the enemy is using sometimes in tandem sometimes just as a standalone is perfectionism so you end up not doing things because they won't look a certain way right so if they don't look a certain way you aren't going to take action why is this for a lot of you who are like me it's fear of judgment right which stems from some you know childhood thing probably and honestly just having unrealistic expectations right unrealistically high expectations okay things like that this is just one of those things that we see the enemy using to trip us up because our gaze shifts from focusing on what god wants from us to what we think others might criticize us for as we walk in obedience to the lord so if that's you i really just want to stop and ask you what are you afraid of like if you're afraid of what people are going to say if you're afraid that people are going to criticize you or say that you missed the mark on something, if you are afraid that someone's going to, 
you know, take your words and misconstrue them, guess what? People are going to do that even if you say things correctly. You can't control how things land for people, right? So I have a verse for you. This is one verse. This is Galatians chapter 1, verse 10. And I actually go over this verse in a little more detail in a different episode. Um, Let me see what episode that is. That is episode... Yeah. So I went over this in an episode back in April. This is episode 41. So I'll link that here just so that it's a little easier for you. And you can kind of do a word study with me because I did study that verse. But here, for the sake of the podcast on this particular episode, I'm going to keep it concise. The verse reads, "For Am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. That's Galatians chapter 1 verse 10. And ultimately, Paul here is seeking to bring believers into obedience to God, not to man. Because of this, Paul wouldn't change the doctrine of Christ just to be more palatable to the folks who didn't like what he was saying. So we have to remember, however it is that we say it, even when we say it absolutely accurately with the best words, with the greatest vocabulary, with no stutter or speech, you know, delay or ums and ands and this and that, people are still going to pick apart what you say if they want to pick apart what you say. You can't control it, okay? I'm going to encourage you to stop trying to make things look perfect. You're not Jesus. Get it together. I love you. (laughs) The last tool that I'm covering today is procrastination. And I'm speaking directly to y'all who like to do this for every little thing, even the littlest, littlest things, right? Even if it's just putting your shoes on before you're getting ready to go out with your family, unless you're one of those who doesn't wear shoes in the house like me. But if you're not, right? If you're one of those who you wait until the very last minute to get ready, who you wait until a couple days before something is due to start, who you know that something big is coming up and you're, you know, you're psyching yourself out to the point where you don't even start it. You need to listen to this, okay? You're waiting until you're in the mood or until you're in the right time, right? For the right time or for the last minute to be obedient. And that is not pleasing or honoring to God, okay? Reluctant obedience is what we saw happen with Jonah. And it's really just another way of being disobedient. I've talked about procrastination in another episode. I'll link it here. One of the things that I shared is that there was a study done at, I want to say it was like Anderson School of Business or whatever, UCLA or USC, I can't remember at this very moment. But basically, the study showed that people who procrastinate are trying to delay these negative feelings that they have, right? And there is a disconnect between how they perceive themselves now and how they perceive themselves later, kind of as if that later version of themselves is a different person, which is not true. And I'm going to highlight what happened with Jonah real fast. So here's your scripture reference. In Jonah chapter one, we see Jonah run from God after he receives his prophetic mandate. He goes through all this unnecessary struggle. He boards a ship to the other side of the unknown world. He goes through a storm, gets tossed off the ship, swallowed and spit up by a whale that the Lord provided, all that just to end up going to Nineveh, just to do the thing that the Lord instructed him to do, right? He did it reluctantly. And guess what? He still had to endure the pain and the anger that he was trying to avoid. Okay. If you want to dig into Jonah a little more or a lot more in depth, head to the Facebook group, herrenewedstrength.com forward slash community to get into the weeds of Jonah, because I did a four week study here for you. 
and we go line by line. It's a real treat. So these three things, imposter syndrome, perfectionism, procrastination, they highlight your current state, which is that you're not focused on God. You're focused on you or other people, right? And I'll tell you what, that's what the enemy does. It's like a form of comparison, right? He does this because when we are obedient to the Lord, when we do the things that the Lord is leading us to do, he's instructing us to do, what happens? More glory for God. More souls are saved. And that's not what the enemy wants. That's absolutely why it's so important that you be not just aware of your habits and your destructive patterns, but that you'd be willing and ready to make a change as soon as you're aware of them. It's one thing to be like, oh, I procrastinate. That's just how I am. Versus I realize I'm procrastinating and I'm going to need to draw some strength from the Lord because I've tried to do this and I continue to do the wrong thing, right? Just be humble. Humble yourself before the Lord and ask him. Pray that the Spirit would fill you and just give you whatever focus, whatever courage, whatever strength you need to get through that moment. Sometimes we can only focus on a moment, right? That's really what anxiety ends up being. It's like getting out of the present and focusing too much on what what later might bring. And that's not how the Lord wants us to be living, right? Jesus himself said not to be anxious. God knows how we are. And we are reminded to not be living in the flesh, to not do things in our own strength, to not do all the things that we are tempted to do because that's what we do in the natural. The fruit of the Spirit is evident in your life when you're walking by the Spirit. But the only way to walk by the Spirit, friends, is to make sure that you are communing with the Lord, that you're in God's Word, that you have community, right? That you have other believers who can keep you accountable and who can really walk with you in life and encourage you as you navigate these things that you're doing, especially when these imposter syndrome, procrastination, you know, perfectionism type habits start to pop up. You got to confess that. You have to repent of it. You have to seek the Lord's guidance and strength. And sometimes, like Moses, you will get a friend who hooks you up and helps you, okay? If you don't have a friend, if you don't have someone to keep you accountable, if you don't even know where to start or how to identify that these are the things that are keeping you back, I think it would be wise to raise your hand and get some help, right? I'm raising my hand. Hey, come over here. I have a few stress-free productivity sessions available. We're going to look at your week and figure out where you're getting tangled up in the day. Okay, we're going to make sure that you're meeting your commitments and you're still growing in your walk with the Lord and taking care of yourself, making sure that any blind spots you have, I'm helping you identify because we're going to work through these things. And it's a 60 minute session. We get a lot done. Okay, I need you to email me Erica at herrenewedstrength.com, E-R-I-K-A at herrenewedstrength.com. We're going to book a session for you. I have some available in September and a few more in October. And we're going to work through these things because you can't continue to do the things that you've been doing and think that whatever tactics or strategies you've been implementing to get out of it is actually working if it isn't, okay? Let's not be silly. Let's be wise, seek support, and do the things that the Lord is leading us to do because obedience honors him. It's a sign of love, right? And I'm cheering for you. I'm here for you. I got you. I'm praying for you regardless. And if you aren't ready for a session, I hope you hop on over to the Facebook group so you can 
get into Jonah or gear up for Ruth, which we are studying in November. I thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. And I appreciate you. I'll talk to you guys soon. God bless. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.